Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio.
hands up in the air. Man, what a great song. This is your Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. My guest for the day is superstar extraordinaire, TV, uh, 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 the stage. Um, she does it all, and she's blessed us with the ability just to pop on today. Thank you so much. Miss Michelle Williams, welcome. Hey there. How you doing? I am great, sis. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you for having me on this. I, is it, well, it's morning for me still, but it's afternoon for y'all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, well, well let, let's get right into it, man. First of all, I love the new music. Um, and I had an opportunity to see you in Fela, where uh-huh. you were incredible. And I'm listening to this some of the music on this on this album, and it kind of feels like that to me. Uh, I, I feel the Caribbean. I feel like the the African roots. Is is that did that come from that experience? Oh, were you shape? Did that help shape this album? You know what? Um, to be honest with you, it did. And the cool thing is, um, I worked with one producer for this album. Um, his name is Harmony Samuels, who actually is Nigerian as well. Mm, okay. So I was like, "Yo, don't hold back on none of that. Just give give me a fusion of Afrobeat, pop, R and B. Give it, give it all to me." And that's that's how we um, came up with this album, the flow of the album, sonically. I I love it. It, it's, it sounds great, and you know, you know, gospel. You know, depending on what you like, has its own you know sound to you. And this doesn't sound like anything that I've heard, but I like it. Thank you so much. And you know what? I, I got so tired of people telling me what gospel music is supposed to sound like, mm-hmm. and I just had a revelation one day: gospel is not a sound. It's I, I always thought it was the message mm-hmm. um, that you convey, and it, it doesn't matter if it's traditional gospel, if it's contemporary, if it's urban um, inspiration, however you want to spread your good news, um, sound-wise, I say go for it. Wow. However you want to spread your good news, spread it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, because you know what? Look, you can't please everybody. You know, um, my my very first gospel record, you know, I had music on there for everybody. I remember I had to do it with Shirley Caesar and then Men of Standard. So, and then this album, you know, are probably for the fans who might have felt a little alienated from those first gospel projects because it didn't sound like what they listen to today. Mm. You know what I mean? So I wanted to make something that's relevant to the ear, you know, although... People be like, you know, am I supposed to be twerking to this music? Because it makes me kind of want to, you know, gyrate a little bit. <laughs> you know, but I'm like, man, whatever you got to do to get your praise on, as long as yeah. it's, 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 it's inspiring you and it's making you feel better and making you assess your life and to move yeah. forward in a great way, I support you. <laughs> so and, twerk, and, and, you know, holy hop, twerk, whatever twerk you on. call it. Twerk on. But like you, I said, you know what? twerk, holy hop, run, leap. <laughs> Uh, crawl. All that. You know, if you if you don't if you can't shout, clap your hands. Whatever you got to do, you know that to that this whatever this make whatever this music makes you feel. Yeah. Um, I say do it. Mhm. 
Wow. Uh, hey, this is Rodney Perry. We're talking to Michelle Williams. Um, you got a brand new show. Uh, you and Dietrich Haddon serving as mentors on Fix My Choir. Now, Michelle, break it down to me. How can a how can a choir be broke? Well, a choir can be broke in many ways. You know, we see many choirs who can sing. I mean, they can sing, but be some of the meanest, arrogant people that you know. You know, and then the choirs we worked with where they didn't really seem to have that type of talent, they were just good, kind-hearted people who just wanted to sing for the Lord. They just wanted to uplift their community, or they just wanted to make people smile. You know, so it was a combination of choirs. We worked with an a cappella-style choir, not just church choirs. We worked with a variety of choirs, and they all were crazy. (laughs) <laughs> hey, okay. crazy, but you know what? Crazy, but but fun, fun, fun. Yeah. Good people. There was one choir I worked with out in Santa Barbara that I said, you know, because their hearts were so pure, I can see myself working with them on a regular basis. Actually. Oh wow! Wow. Mhm. Yeah. Crazy. They were. They. They were. They. They made me want to come back and pour into them, and I think some people just need. You know, you, some people, some people's choirs rehearse once a week, and mm-hmm. I just feel like this particular choir, they just needed somebody to give them the attention, who really knew what to do with them, you know. And um, that's a choir coming up um, in the series. Their choir was called Mama Pats, and they didn't have no rules for joining. If you can just breathe, you're welcome <laughs> to the choir. Wait, you wait, don't wait, have to know how to sing or nothing. Just breathe. If you can breathe. If you can breathe and love music, that's your only requirement. Wow. <laughs> Wait a minute, Michelle. Michelle, do it take more than that? I mean, it kind of does take more than that. It, it, if you want to be sonically pleasing to your audience, you know, you want to at least know how to do basic harmonizing. You know what I mean? Okay. You You might not yeah. be the choir that, that has all the members who can do all the riffs and the runs, but a good old Good old fashioned three part harmony is always pleasant to the ear. Wow! Hey, you know this. This was funny hearing you tell say that. Is I actually have been kicked out of a choir before. Rodney, now what in the world? What happened? <laughs> Let me tell you. I will tell you real quick. So I was in the Navy from 1990 to 1998, and when I was in boot camp, one of the oh, things Lord. that that. <laughs> Wait, Michelle, one of the things they would do is you, you, if you didn't have to work on the weekend if you were on the choir. And I was like, oh, I'm in that. Okay. Okay, so okay. I had I been in the choir in church as a young man, but I used to lip sync. And I got away with that for years. I knew the song, but I didn't. I didn't never audibly say nothing. So, I, okay. Why were so, you in the choir? Oh, God. Okay. Oh, listen to me, Michelle. We needed y'all. So <laughs> I, oh, I joined the choir in the Navy. I'm thinking I'm a lip sync, right? But they was like, no, nah, okay. you can't lip sync. So the choir director, he was, he came in and he started, you know, he he, he was, he, we was all singing and he was like, oh, no, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. What's something wrong here? He said, okay, y'all, you're, this side, y'all sing. Mm. Okay, wait, wait. This side, y'all sing. Mm. Okay, <laughs> this row, y'all sing. Mm-hmm. Okay, this row, y'all sing. He said, you right there. Come here for a second. 
Get on out Hilarious. of here. <laughs> he put me out. Are he you eliminated me. How do you? I, I'm sorry. That's bad I, to get kicked out of a choir. That is so, so bad. bad to get kicked out of the choir, Rodney. Yeah, yeah I had I to join security ministry. You know what? You make now for the, if, if God wills to have a next season, I would love to do a choir, a Navy choir, just for that. Okay. And maybe okay. You, you have to come join us on the episode. I, you know, consider that done. Now, you and Dietrich. So you can relive that foolishness. Don't don't make me relive <laughs> that, Michelle. Don't do that to me. <laughs> Wait. Well, we, we thank you for your efforts. <laughs> See, that's what they said to get out. That's what they really said. You know, Navy they don't. They did. Oh. Now, now Michelle, They're you and Dietrich nice. had. We we had Dietrich on the show, and he just sang your praises. You and him look like y'all having way too much fun. You know, we had a blast on the show. You know, I've gotten a chance to know Dietrich. Ooh, but it's either been ten between ten and twelve years of knowing him, being a true fan of his music. And so it's just cool to work with someone that, you know, you under, y'all you understand each other and y'all just, you just, just, it's good to work with somebody that you like, mm. you know. Wow. And I'll just say that. Yeah, but it, it comes across the screen, uh, even on the promos and the commercials, you guys are having so much fun. Oh, and... we're having a blast. I, I'm telling you, because, you know, we filmed like five days a week, 12 to 15 hour days, and you really have to have fun in what you do. When you have to be around a lot of people that many days, that many hours of your day, you you have to you, you can't even just be cordial with a person. You have to really like and be able to go out to eat and hang out. I mean, mm-hmm. we were traveling a lot, so it, you really have to have a real cool like genuine like for that person. I love it. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. We're talking to Michelle Williams. The name of the show is Fix My Choir. It airs every Wednesday, 10 p.m., 9 central on Oxygen. Get social. Hashtag Fix My Choir. Um, Michelle, how, how important is social media to what you're doing now as you build, uh, continue to build your brand? Um, social media, obviously, is very important. Although, you know, I come from an era where, you know, I'm trying to figure out the the last class of that era where, you know, we really were uh, big on privacy. We were really Mm. big on um, just really being about our work and talent. And if something happened to get out of the media, it did. But now some people are just putting their business out there freely, you know. But as far as social media working in a good way, that's the part of social media I like. I've met so many cool people. So many people tell me wonderful testimonies or stories. And then I'm able to, you know, give you daily bits of my life and what I'm able to do. Um, People knowing more about Fix My Choir. Now when Fix My Choir, you know, comes out, you know, on Wednesdays, we're literally live tweeting with people, you know, or Facebooking um, with people. The other day I had a long flight from um, Florida to L.A., and I just literally said, you know what, I'm on a long flight, ask me questions. And my Facebook lit up. But it was a way for me to connect with people who normally wouldn't have the chance. 
to ask me questions about goofy things, serious things. What do I like to do, you know, when I'm not working or, you know, and so it's really, really cool because these the consumer is a little smarter now. Mm-hmm. You know, they can, they can smell a publicity stunt. You know, you right. can't trick people anymore. So they really are looking for uh, an authentic you because if I'm going to buy into you, buy your music or buy your product, and is 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 it authentic? Even though I only share with you what I want to share with you, but what I do share is real. Wow, I love it. So, hey, um, I, I just I just find I just find social media to work, in uh, for the majority, um, in good ways. Um, Rockford, Illinois, which mm-hmm. you know. I'm an Illinois boy myself, born in the heart of Chicago. I grew up on the south side of Chicago. Yeah. Okay, so I grew up about 60 miles west of you. Yes, ma'am. So so Rockville, Illinois um, is the place where, you know, uh, Michelle Williams, you know, uh, or uh, can, can we say the real first name? Oh, Lord Jesus. My, yes, you can. Uh, Tanitra. Is my first name. Michelle is my middle name. So, so, so when I go home, I'm known as T or TP. Well, first of all, it was just a matter of, you know, how can I say this um, politely? Um, I guess Michelle was was a little more relatable. Oh my goodness! But hold up, I'm not mad at it because. I can be I can be like two people. Nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? When I'm home, I'm just TT. I'm not Michelle when I'm at home. So it actually works for me. You know, although Michelle is just as ratchet as Tanitra is. So <laughs> wait a minute. As, Michelle, as wait a minute. Michelle, will you stop yes. presses? Stop. You are not ratchet. Say it ain't so. Uh, I do have it in me. I do. Have, some people are shocked when it comes out. It, it just, it. I am, and I'm not ashamed of it. I just know how to be polished. I, I know how to. I know how to. Um, I'm a. I'm a. I'm a refined ratchetness. You know what? You <laughs> might need to brand that refined ratchet. I like it. <laughs> refined ratchet. You know. So, you know, I come from, you know, I lived on the west side of Rockford, Illinois. I didn't live in a gated community. You know, we had all kind of stuff going on in my neighborhood. Um, I was born and raised in church, so when it fixed my choir came my way, you know, I was a lead choir director. You know, I was 12 years old directing a 500-voice community choir. Um, I was a praise and worship leader in church, so Trust me, I know all about a choir, and I know everything that it takes. And like I said, I grew up in Rockford. I didn't grow up in no fancy suburb. So, um, yes, Tanitra does come out a little bit in I, my I, daily I, life. I love it. You can't you can't be from Rockford, Illinois, and not have Tanitra to pop out every once in a while. And I'm going to tell know you how what? I know. Every now, every, every now and then, every now and then she comes out. I, this is how I know, because like I said when I was introducing you, you came on the foxhole with us one day, and we was the epitome of ratchetism. 
you know, and Mm -hmm. and Corey Holcomb and all those guys was going in, and you stood your ground and gave it back like a G. And I was like, Michelle is not a game. You you have to. First of all, it was all fun. I was honored to be sitting there with comedians that I love seeing all the time on my television screen. So, you know, but I had to let them know. I mean, you can't say any and everything to me and I not clap back. You know, gone are those days. You know, people can be a little too humble and a little too modest, and it's like, where's your fight? Where's your spine? You know what I mean? And I do have one. Yes. (laughs) So do do you find that, Michelle, that, that, you know, being that you you are in the gospel world, that people may take your kindness for weakness? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, because, you know, we're supposed to turn the other cheek. Well, Christians, period. Um, People that... Say we people that say you know they follow Christ, you know we're supposed to be loving, we're supposed to turn the other cheek, you know, but if you hit me, um the only reason why that other cheek might turn might have been the force of the slap, but just know that that other hand that's free mm-hmm. might might the reflex just might I'm just telling you I'm saved, but as Steve Harvey said, God is still working on me working on me. <laughs> No, I'm, but you know, I'm, if if I don't have, I'm not gonna hit people back because people will sue. So, oh, wow. uh, trust me, that's all, it. Ain't got nothing to do with me being Christian. It's just because I don't want my hard earned money going to you know somebody else's um, bank account on some foolishness. So that's what kind of keeps me out of trouble as well. Um, and I just feel like also, you know, you know, I'm I'm the quiet one. Not that I'm quiet. I'm just very observant. Before okay. I get to, you know, start talking and befriending people. Wow! Hey, y'all, we're talking to Michelle Williams. The website is I am Michelle Michelle. I'm sorry, I am Michelle dot com. That's M I C H E L L E dot com. On Twitter, uh-huh. she's uh-huh. the real Michelle W. And also on Facebook and Instagram, um, the the CD is called Journey to Freedom. What does that mean? Yeah. Journey to freedom, you know what, because when you, what's the scripture that says, you know, when you were a child, you spoke as a child, and basically when you, when you when, since I'm no longer a child, I have to put away childish things. So it was me just mm-hmm. taking into account of being free from anything that would hinder me from being my absolute best. And, you know, there were relationships I had to get out of, business and personal, because some of that, some people can be baggage, and I'd rather my journey, I'd rather the walk be a little light so that I can get to my destination. And I wanted to encourage the listeners that it might take you, you know, having a season of being alone. But if you have goals, you know, you might have to be by yourself for a minute. You know, um, it's sacrifices that have to be made on this journey to being your absolute best. Now, I'm not saying you don't have people around you. That I'm not telling you not to surround. Surround Basically, if you're going to have people on your journey, surround yourself with like-minded people or people that are smarter than you. If not, you know, people can literally hinder you and keep you from reaching your goals. And that's just the honest truth. That's just what it is. Um, it's just what you, it is. You can't talk to Michelle Williams without talking about Destiny's Child. Um, I mean, you guys traveled around the world, made hit records. Um, 
when you branch out on your own, are you afraid or are you super comfortable? Um, I'm not afraid anymore. Um, off and on, as we've been doing solo stuff, um, actually, I was the first to release a solo project in 2002, I believe mm. it was. So now it's been like 12 years. So uh, now in the beginning, we were kind of nervous, like, is this really what we want to do? Um, but we knew that in order to grow and be better, that you it takes some separation, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but every now and then, you know, you see us come back for something that's really meaningful. You know, we yeah. come back because we want to, not because we have to. And that's really a dope situation to be in. So speaking of meaningful times to get back together, you got a joint on the album called Say Yes. Featuring Beyonce yeah. and Kelly, uh, tell me about. Yeah. I mean, is that just a phone call for you, or or do, do you? I mean, schedules have to link up. Everybody's life is different now. Like, how did it come mm-hmm. about? Mm-hmm. Well, we knew our schedules were absolutely bananas, but when I tell you, it's still just a phone call. You know, when B wants us to be in a video or pop up on one of her tour dates, it's literally just a phone call. The same with Kelly. We were on Kelly's last album on a song called You Changed. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, now they're on my album on a song called Say Yes. It is literally just a phone call or a text to say, yo, what do you think? And that's literally how it happens. I mean, we have that relationship with each other. You know, to where, girl, you better not call management. You got you call me, and I'm there. You know what I mean? So um, that's the that's the relationship that we've always had. We still have. It's the relationship that I believe we will always have. We've been maintaining sisterhood now for 14 years now. Um, so that's that's pretty telling of of what's to come. All right. Well, hey, hey, Michelle. First of all, I can't thank you enough for coming on. I, I would we could, I could talk to you all day because you're just easy to talk to, but I, I want to make sure we cover all the stuff we were supposed to cover. Fix my choir is coming on yes. Wednesdays, 10 p.m. nine central on Oxygen, um, and the the hashtag is Fix My Choir. Um, yes. Before we play, say yes. Speak to me about your relationship with Oxygen, man. That's a that's a great network to be a part of. Am I right? It is a great network. Oxygen, you know, it's one of the most, as far as fun group of people to talk to, to work with. We have a blast. And I've got some future work with Oxygen um, to develop more programming, and I'm very excited about that. Um, So you will see more of Michelle Williams on your television screens, producing and developing um, fun, um, inspiring um, television. Hey, I, you know what? I, I know you never miss Michelle Williams. You you kill the theater. You kill the the, the soundtracks, the movies. You do it all. What what, what don't you do? Uh, well, what don't I do? That is a very good question. That's a very good question. You know what? I'm just trying to do it all. You know, um, tomorrow isn't promised, so. Mm-hmm. The fact that, you know, people will be able to run a list down of things that I've been able to do um, by choice and 
um, dreams, just fulfilling dreams and things that I want to do. So I just encourage the listeners, whatever it is that you want to do, don't listen to nobody. Of course, get be wise and get good counsel. Mm. Just don't be out here, you know, blind and with no counsel. But do what's in your heart. Do exactly what's in your heart. If it's to teach, if it's to have your own catering business, or if it's to uh, be a minister, a doctor, or you just want to be a better wife, mother, or a better husband, or a better father. Do what you got to do and just do it. Wow. Last question, Michelle. Uh, Thanksgiving is upon us. What are you thankful mm-hmm. for? Ooh, I'm thankful for, I'm not going to lie. Lord, I'm thankful for the amazing spread of food and everything edible that you are going to bless us with, but I'm just thankful to be alive. Thankful to be alive is that I think that's just life period is just taken for granted. And that's honestly what I'm thankful for. Hey, hey, that's that's a great way to close us out. Uh, the name of the mm-hmm. album And that juicy is... smoked turkey, that juicy smoked <sighs> and that juicy fried turkey. Lord, I'm thankful that, that Lord, that you're going to bless me to be alive, to savor, for my taste buds, to savor all that goodness. <laughs> all right, y'all. It's Michelle Williams, the best cheekbones in the business. The name of oh, bless the... you. Hilarious. Thank you. <laughs> the name of the album is Journey to Freedom. The name of the TV show is Fix My Choir, Wednesdays, 10 p.m., 9 central on Oxygen. Get social and, and a hashtag Fix My Choir when you watch the show. Um, Michelle, I can't thank you enough for coming on. You're an awesome lady. Thank and, you for uh, having me, honey. Thank you. And thank, thanks to your team for putting us together. Um, the name of the song. You want to introduce it? Uh, it's called Say Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, y'all, y'all, listen up, y'all. This is my song, Say Yes, featuring my girls, my sisters for life, Beyonce and Kelly Rowland. Say yes.
When Jesus say yes, nobody can say no. This is your boy Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. That was my girl, Michelle Williams. She hit us up, man. Great chat. Thank you so much, Michelle, for calling in. Um, uh, Shouts out to the Uptown Comedy Corner, who completely destroyed my voice this weekend. Uh, uh, Atlanta was amazing. Y'all came out and was in full effect. I wanted to open up the lines uh, today. And, uh, man, this whole thing with Bill Cosby is really... Uh, it's really wearing me out, man. I, I, on some level, I think you know his he, his character is being assassinated. I can't fathom that this man that's been so near and dear to our hearts for so many years is this monster that these ladies are saying he is. But when I talk to my female friends, the different people that have that have suffered at the hands of a molester, they are like, "Yo, Rodney, it's 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 completely possible." You know, you can't just put a blanket thing and say, no, he didn't do it. So uh, at the end of the day, we don't know right now. We don't know. Uh, everybody has an opinion, and I want to hear some of them. So uh, we're going to go to the lines, man. If you if you know anybody that's got a, a, a take on this opinion, or if you want to talk, you have to press the one. So I know you want to talk. Uh, the number is 718-305-6383. Um, let's go to California. Uh, three two three. You're on the line, Rodney Perry live. Rodney Perry, what up? Hey man, it's your man, LA Zone DJ Twin, calling from LA. What's up, DJ Twin man? Man, this whole Bill Cosby thing is crazy, man. I mean, you in the limelight, you you traveling. Uh, do Bill Cosby have to drug women to have sex? I don't think so, man. Then you think about it, it's this is 2014, right. so all of a sudden you want to come out with it. And it happened what in what the late seventies? Uh, you, know well, you know what? I'm really I really don't know the timeline. I can't speak on it, but the women that are coming out are like you know older women, and and then they're 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 no black women. But I talked to a friend that said she that Bill Cosby hit on her. But just because a guy hits on you, don't mean he's a molester too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, I, I, it just don't. Sometimes it makes sense, and sometimes it doesn't make sense. So, somewhere in between that, something happened and something didn't happen. Wow. Hey, let's see if we can get to the bottom of it, man. Thanks for calling in. Hang on the line. We're going to come back. Uh, let's go to St. Louis. St. Louis, you on Rodney Perry Live. Hi, Rodney. How are you? Who is this? All right, this comedian, Miss Woody, you know I'm always trying to call in. Miss Woody, man, I definitely wanted to talk to a woman about this. Um, The whole thing with Bill Cosby, hit the news, hit the streets. Um, We don't know what's going on, but uh, there's some allegations out there uh, where, you know, women are claiming that they not only were raped by Bill Cosby, but in order to rape them, he kind of gave them some sort of sedative or some sort of drug. Um, And now his comedy is being used as a reference point because he did he once did a bit about Spanish Fly, which, you know, Spanish Fly was like that thing, you know, back in 100 years ago. So what's your right. thoughts on that, Miss Woody? Well, my thoughts on that is that, you know, why now? And I know so many of us hold our pain in and then right. it takes somebody or something to say, you know what, it's time for me to speak on it. But now that, you know, at the age that he is now, you know, why, why 
it just seems kind of puzzling to me. It's, it's like somebody didn't get something out of something, and and it went that way. You know, that that's that's my take on it. I'm thinking that, you know, somebody was out for a, so. So for what are you saying, Miss Woody? I mean, what what are you thinking? You think it's some sort of extortion was going on, exactly. and the money wasn't being paid, so now we gonna rat you out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, but I mean, it, now, 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 if that's true, yeah. though, Miss Woody, if that's true, then he probably did it. Yeah, well, you know, we have a lot of things that uh, a lot of us got things in our past we're not, you know, proud of, but something that serious, why let something that serious go on for so long? You know, did, that's, 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 just, that's crazy to me. Hey, I just Rodney Perry. You tune in to Rodney Perry Live. Thank you, Miss Woody. Thanks for the call. Did Bill Cosby do it? Did he say it ain't so, man? Not not Jello pudding. Somebody, <clears throat> excuse me, guys. Somebody on the uh, on my Instagram said he called the man a pudding pervert, which is crazy. Before we get too far into this topic, man, I definitely want to shout out. Uh, my my great friend, uh, we shared the uh, television airways together for a, a number of years on Bill Bellamy's Who's Got Jokes. I want to send a special prayer out to Bill Bellamy and his family, man. His his brother passed away. So if you're a friend or a family of Bill Bellamy, man, hit him up and tell him, you know, we're sending our prayers his way. Uh, Shouts out to Lady Carter Promo and Ms. Woody, man, for always supporting the show and calling in all that great stuff. Uh, let's go. To Atlanta, Georgia, ATL, you on Roddy Perry Live. Yo, what up, what up, Rod? How you doing, man? What's up? Who is this? This is Jay Hen, man. Jay Henry, fabulous saxophonist, man. You a performer, Jay Hen. What is your take on this Bill Cosby thing, man? Where do I start, Rod? Well, first of all, I can't say he's guilty or he's innocent. However, it does seem like an opportunistic uh, situation to me. Now, I'm not going to say Bill was an angel. He probably did sleep with a lot of those women. But as far as to the magnitude of rape, I don't believe it was rape. Number one, a lot of the stories don't add up. All the women had headaches, and he offered all of them a pill. Then most of them came back for two, three times and were being flown out with him and having dinner with him. If somebody raped you, you're not going to go back with him and and go to another city with him or another hotel. Sound to me like Bill, like most men would probably do, was sleeping with him promised them some stuff, and, and the money train dried up, so now they're going to say he raped them. Or wow. either people are being paid to say this. That's the take I have on it. You know, and to me, you got you got rappers and you got R&B artists and whatnot who actually write songs about drugging women, and you got people that videotape themselves having sex with underage women and doing all kinds of despicable acts with them, and we still buy their music, we're singing their songs, and nobody's Casting judgment on them, but we have a situation where Mr. Cosby, this just this is just allegations, and everybody didn't just threw him to the street to the slaughter. I mean, you know what I mean? So it's it's just real crazy to me. Yeah, man, I, I completely agree. Uh, Jay, here, hold on, hold on, line for a second. So, <clears throat> excuse me, man, my voice is shot today. So I, I'm trying to figure out. Uh, I, I pulled up this article. What is this on? I'm reading from Washington Post. Um, 16 women have publicly stated that Cosby, now 77, sexually assaulted them, uh, with 12 saying he drugged them first and another saying he tried to drug her. 
The Washington Post has interviewed five of those women, including former Playboy Playmate, who has never spoken publicly about her allegations. The, the women agreed to speak on the record and to have their identities revealed. The Post also has reviewed court records that shed light on the accusations of the former director of women's basketball operations at Temple University, who assembled 13 Jane Doe accusers in 2005 to testify on her behalf about allegations against Cosby. Wow. The accusations, some of which Cosby has denied and others he has declined to discuss, span the arc of the uh, comedy legend's career. From his pioneering years as the first black star of the network television drama in 1965 to the mid-2000s when Cosby was firmly entrenched as the elder statement of the entertainment industry, a scolding public cons consensus of African-American community and philanthropists. Uh, da, da, da. So they go on to talk about uh, this issue, man, and uh Apparently, man, according to the way it looks, it's going on for years. Is Bill Cosby a serial rapist? He's definitely a serial cheater. Um, and who who of us, if under the magnifying glass, wouldn't be in trouble like a motherfucker? Uh, let's let's see, man. Hit me up. The number seven one eight three zero five six three eight three. It's Rodney Perry. You tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. Hey, we'll be right back after this break. No way, man. Yup. There's no way you can make that jump. Watch me. No. It must be like a 60-inch... Oh! <laughs> oh, Megawatt! What just happened? Oh. Three captain's bottles are available while supplies last. Megawatt happened! It's that time of the day. You're looking for a pick-me-up. There are a ton of options. But coffee? It leaves you with nasty breath. Ew. And caffeine pills can be addicting. Energy powders give you the jitters, but the boost is only temporary. Hello. Do you need a refreshing pick-me-up? Get your favorite Alvera drink and take orange-flavored 5-Hour Energy. Mix them together for a refreshing pick-me-up. Try my 5-Hour Creation Orange Aloe Hour. It is uh, Rodney Perry. That's me, and you're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. Uh, we're talking about Bill Cosby right now, and, uh, and uh, the consensus on the lines as I see it is you know, the jury is still out. You don't want to convict the guy before he's been convicted. But my question to the callers on the line, what happens if this is true? Like, how are you going to feel? Jay Henry, if this is true, man, how are you going to feel? I mean, I'll be disappointed. I mean, you know, but it doesn't, to me, and this is just me, it doesn't tarnish his legacy. I mean, first of all, Jay Henry was a character. Jay Henry, stop, yeah. stop. You, you, it absolutely tarnishes his le legacy. If, if 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 it turns out this is true, as a person, the, yes. The, 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 what, the, I, what I'm saying though, yeah. what okay. I'm saying though, the, the people fell in love with the uh, whole concept of the Cosby's. And when I say it, when I say it doesn't tarnish his legacy, let me change that. Let me rephrase it. It doesn't negate what he's done. 
forth, okay. you know, as far as sending a lot of black folks to college and, and pushing education. Now, his private life, I mean, you look at most great people, period, who's done a lot of great things. If you examine their private life, there's a lot of dirt, and a lot of them are still idolized. Now, his person, his, the person he is, or as a person, yes, that, that may be a despicable person if it's true, but it doesn't change what he's done. That's what I mean as far as that when I say his legacy. Got it, got it, got it. But I don't hey, put anyone on a pedestal. I hear you, man. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. Yeah. Uh, if you got a, a comment and you, 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 don't, you don't have time to call in, go to my Instagram page and leave me a message. Uh, I'm at Rodney Perry Live. Just just click on one of the pictures. I will see it. And let me know what you think, man. If this is true, if this is true, Miss Woody, wow, what is what what the hell? What you going to think? Miss Woody, if this is true, what what is this going to do to you? Well, for me as a comedian, it's 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 upsetting because you, you know we use the we use comedy to get through our pain, and looking up to Mr. Cosby as a uh, legendary comedian, especially with the project that I'm working on. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna affect me in a major way because I he's somebody that I would have liked to have said, Hey, Mr. Cosby, now it's your turn to be honored as a legendary comedian to make so many feel good uh with the, the hurt. Now now, now, now Miss Miss Woody, I mean, Jay Henry says I mean, uh, does does that change? Is he not a legend if he's done this? No, it doesn't change it. If it's just the fact that he is a comedian, and that's what we do. We help people get through their pain with the laughter. That's the main. That's wow. the main point that I'm making. Hang on the line. Hang on the line. Uh, my girl is on here. I don't know if this is her or not. Um, Atlanta, George, you on Rodney Perry Live? Hey, 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 this is Kiana Dancy. Oh, there you go. I'm like, you pushed the button, damn Kiana. Hey, this is Rodney Perry. I'm on with Kiana Dancy. Kiana, um, this is uh, one of those subjects that's very delicate. You know, one, for us as comedians, it's kind of weird to have somebody who you view as a, a, a giant in the comedy game to go through something like this. But as a woman, man, uh, what is this? what is this for you? First of all, I don't think it's weird because he's still a man, and what people do in their private lives will always surprise you. So I think very often we put people on a pedestal. Like, I wasn't surprised to hear about uh, R. Kelly. I'm not surprised about Bill Clinton. I'm not surprised about, quote-unquote, Marion Barry. At the end of the day, what people do in their private lives, you are, you know, that's what it's their private life. So I very I think, and this is personally, I am a child who has been. Well, I'm a person who has been molested, and I've never um, shunned or have been ashamed of that because it was not my fault. I didn't do right. anything to, you know, to um, to motivate that. It's a sickness. So that's that was his issue. Now, in reference to um, Bill Cosby, I think that he, there's he. I think he did it. Now, the reason why I believe he's he's done it. No, no, no. Let me let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Keanu, before you go further, because I want to hear your whole comment. But when you say I think he did it, do you think he drugged women? Because that's that's the stopping point for me. Because 
like, did he take advantage of his position and and probably manipulate women? I'm sure he did that. Yeah. Did he drug them to do it? That's another animal for me. But, you know, just because, okay, okay, here's, it's, we're looking at two different issues. Just because he's Bill Cosby does not mean that he can automatically get any woman in the, in the, in the bed. We know plenty of dudes who, just because you got money and just because your name is who it is or whatever, whatever that don't mean that you automatically going to get every set of panties. Some of them, yeah. But every right. girl ain't going to jump to you just, you know I'm Bill Cosby, so let me get that ass. Like, everybody is not going to fall for that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody ain't, everybody ain't in for you and your pudding and your smooth skin, smooth face. Nobody gives a damn about that. But, I mean, for some women, you might have to go a little extra. And you know how fellas are like, oh, so you ain't going to give it to me? I'm going to fix you. Look at Rick Ross. He's supposed, you know, fat, suave, you know, he's rich forever, attractive, he's living money, living big, but he still, apparently, he still had the drug bitches. Can I say that? (laughs) So, my thing is, (laughs) but my point is, you never know. So, I don't put nothing past anyone. It's very unfortunate that, you know, um, know, it is Bill Cosby, but we also have to remember, we didn't fall in love with Bill Cosby. We fell in in love with Mr. Huxtable. And they are two different people. And and if you you as an actor, and as me as an actress, we are reading the script. So when you step on stage or step in front of those cameras, you are who that script tells you to be. The loving, kind, supportive, father, funny, ha, 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 ha. But when he step out of them lights, maybe he is a predator. Never know. So I have Man. an issue with people saying he is impossible. He didn't. He couldn't have done it. All I'm saying is, where there's smoke, there's most of the time there is fire. So if one, okay, maybe if there was one, because the first time I was like, oh, she lying, just one. Then two, right. then three, and now you got sixteen. Okay, Come on okay, now. okay, okay. Let me let's do this. Let me get y'all this. All y'all, I know. I got Miss Woody, I got you on the line, I got uh, Jay Henry, y'all my co-host today. Let me get y'all this food for thought. And when the whole um, rhetoric was going on about Michael Jackson, right, Michael was supposed to be at him molested all these children. It was multiple children. It was multiple children he was supposed to be molested. When Michael Jackson passed away, all those children recanted those statements. They always like, you know what, Michael never touched me. My parents would coerce me into doing that because they wanted the money, blah, blah, blah. That was never a major headline. So I say that to say this, that we don't know if this is about assassinating his character because you can't take a Bill Cosby down without first assassinating his character. I don't know if this is true. I'm just giving another another uh, option. What's your thoughts on that, Kiana? You're right. The, the children did recant their statements, and people do lie. But when you start paying people off, you're automatically saying, I did something that was inappropriate. I did something. And whether you rape one or two, you did something. So from what I understand, um, Bill has paid off some people. And also, I take issue with the fact that you're not defending yourself. I don't care. I've been accused of things. There are legalities to defending yourself because if he come out and defend himself, that could be looked at as an admission of guilt. But now I will say this. People say, well, he paid people. But I'm like, 
sometimes if you Bill Cosby, you pay people just to shut up, even if you didn't do it. You just mm-hmm. I don't need the I don't need the bad press. I got Jello pudding. I got Procter and Gamble. I need this shit to go away. Yes, I'm gonna pay for it. I disagree. I think that that that's an admission of guilt. And you're not saying anything. There's a, Bill Cosby have enough money to buy someone to write him a statement. So his statement could have, you can be a whole room of power press people, a whole room of media specialists, say this, say that, say this. But don't say that. You know what I mean? So if he's not wrong, I mean, if he didn't do anything wrong, you come out swinging. Hey, I am. I'm not perfect. And I'm not this. I'm not that. I cheated on my wife. But I hate this man that they paint me. And this is why and how. And we, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's a but, certain but we, amount but we, of something. But listen, listen let, me, let me throw this out there because we saw that with Eddie Long. Eddie Long made a statement, and he ended up being a laughing stock. And everybody said, Eddie Long. Long a <laughs> but he should have shut up. You know, but he, that's I mean, because he was lying. You don't go to the press and say, I didn't do I it, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, and you mute, did it? Mute you, Kiana, I can't take it no more, you're over-talking me. Mute you, Kiana. Now, listen to me. You got a point, and I'm not disputing your point. Let me unmute you, because I like you. Okay, you back. I love you. You was getting scared away. <laughs> I love you. No, I had to mute you. So, I don't think I'm disagreeing with you. But I will say, this is what I'm saying, is that I watch Scandal, okay? Oh, Lord. (laughs) I watch Scandal. I don't trust nobody. When it comes to these little... This stuff that's going on, I don't trust. I don't believe Bill Cosby, and I don't believe the women is coming out because everybody always has some sort of motive. Uh, let's do this. We got St. Louis on the line. Hang on, Kiana. You, y'all, my co-host, Lisa. You on Roddy Perry? Yes. Hi, Roddy. How you doing, babe? Bill Cosby. Oh, I'm doing great. Love you. I love you. I love you. But I just wanted to kind of um, elaborate on what comedian Miss Woody was saying. And I do, I do feel like um, there's a possibility that it could happen. But why wait so long? That is, that's like the question that's stuck in my head. And for the young woman that just called, my problem is, in America, if you're a celebrity and you're black, you're guilty. Period. If it's out wow. there in the open, you're guilty. No matter how many people or how you can pay people to write whatever, you're guilty until proven innocent. And then people still kind of shun you. So he hold was on, trying hold to on, Lisa. Them. Okay, hold sure. Hold on, Lisa. Stay right there. I, I love that. I love that. Kiana, what do you think? Um, if you're black, you're already guilty. He's already guilty. Is that true? Hmm, that's funny. You know, I don't come from that school. But, yes, I believe that there's a certain amount of guilt associated with his color um, from the American American perspective. But, again, that was my whole reason for him saying something. If you're not guilty, speak up. Right. Well, well, well why for the ladies, why, why take so long? I mean, uh, I mean, a lot of our, our women have been, you know, molested. There's a lot of abusers out there. Why hold it? Two decades, three decades. I mean, sometimes I, I 
really honestly believe that it's a situation where they feel like, okay, so I'm not standing alone. When you're a child of, if you're molested or if you're raped, many times and as many times as people say you're not alone, you feel alone. So the fact that you're like, okay. Well, maybe I was the only one. And then it gets to, oh, you touched me. You was raped by me, too. You know, so, so now it's like you're standing as a united front. Wow. I'm not saying that the men, I'm not saying the ladies should not have spoke up earlier. Absolutely, they should have said something because now it has no relevancy. Like, I mean, what are you going to do? You can't take them to jail. I just feel like maybe they didn't speak up then because they felt like they were alone. Maybe they would have shown. And, you know, Bill Cosby is a powerhouse. Black, white, or blue, he still could have changed the courses of many of these young ladies' lives. Wow. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Lives. A great conversation today. Uh, first of all, thank you to Michelle Williams who came on earlier, and uh, she's got a brand-new show on Oxygen called Fix My Choir with uh, Dietrich Haddon. And, um, man, you guys have made some amazing comments. Um, Mr. Nitpick on my um my Instagram page, uh, we we asked the question, did he? And Nick Pick said, hell no, that girl came out, and a she turned the opportunity down to destroy this man by simply seducing him and acquiring sperm, and that was I don't know, people don't I can't read this. Okay. Anyway, long and short, he he don't think he don't think uh, that Bill did it. He think that Bill was manipulated. Is I don't know it, how how much specifics, and I guess we gotta keep watching this to see if um if anything is gonna come of it. I I I did I did see on the news yesterday that he was about to make a statement. Let's see if I can find that Bill Cosby. He was supposed to the producer's reactor. Cosby Showtime won a release statement. Okay, so uh, Car- uh, Carsey Warner made a statement. Bill Cosby released received standing ovation at his last two performances in the Bahamas and in Florida amid new rape allegations that span decades. Now the comedian actor appears to be receiving support from his Cosby Show producers, Tom Warner, uh, Tom Warner and Marcy Carsey. Um... Boom, boom, boom. Where, what is their statement? Where is their statement? All women, all, all women, all similar stories of being drugs, uh, and then oral. So that's what he's supposed to be done. These allegations have been out forever. I'm 33, and I remember hearing these rumors back in the day. And a few women did try to come forward previously. I hate when I read that they didn't. I wish people read the facts. He brought these women he brought these women off before, but now it's too many of them. They are coming out strong in numbers, perhaps to be heard. I don't know, but all these women cannot be lying. All these women cannot be lying. I think that's what you're saying, uh, Kiana, am I right? Yes, that's what that's what I'm saying. Miss Woody, all these women cannot be lying, can they? No, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say that they're lying. It's just the fact that I would have said something. <laughs> I wouldn't say how big, how strong. I would just had to. I would just had to put it out there. Wow. And and then and now as I get a little more specifics on it, 
maybe in his mind he didn't do nothing. I mean, because I didn't know it was oral copulation involved. So is he's drugging them and then having oral sex? Is that what it is? Baby, when I tell you, Bill, Bill, he was doing his thing, wasn't he? So, <laughs> turn down, turn down for what? Like oh, wow. he was, I mean, he was sipping the old old school Mickey's on him. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm sure, Bill, you could have got it. You, but I mean, I, I have no opinion, Rodney. I'm gonna pass the mic. Like yeah, that part. I, I'm, I, yeah, I, it's crazy. Jay Henry, you a star. <laughs> You're you're a world traveler, saxophone artist. Uh, man, what what is this doing to us as entertainers? It's killing us. But this this is the one thing. I try to put myself in his shoes, or any one of us. Let's say we didn't do something, and twenty people came and said we did do something. Does right. that automatically make it true just because twenty people said it, or could it be that? There's, there's an agenda being pushed or somebody trying to take him down and pay somebody to do that to him. But like I said before, I ain't saying he didn't do nothing. I think he probably slept with all those women. But I do think there's probably some embellishment going on as far as the rape thing. To me, wow. it don't make sense. In 2005, he paid off women. Why didn't these women come forward then when a couple other women came forward? It just, it, it, the whole thing just sounds funny to me. But, and, and, but still, and, 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 and what about this? What about this, y'all? I'm going to put this out there. What happened to the days when you pay somebody off and they stayed paid off? So now what you got to do, pay these hoes again? I'm sorry. I'm on, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on the edge now. I know I'm wrong. Kiana, Go pull, say, me back. Now. pull me back in. Pull me back in, Kiana. Hold on. First of all, from what I understand, he didn't pay everybody. Now, I'm with you, Jay. Why, when, they, when he was handing out the money, why you ain't come get your hush money? I get it. But maybe they was like, I mean, how do we know who? The game is messed up, Rodney. You know everybody ain't loyal to the game. Like, these, like you said, they ain't loyal. So everybody, you paid me once, but you ain't paid me for uh, forever. I didn't agree to be in the hush forever. Maybe I just uh, decided I'll be quiet. I'll be quiet until the money ran out. Wow! But in all actuality, the biggest victim in this thing, really, in my opinion, not only are the ladies, but Camille. You know what I mean? Oh she stood by this man oh for over God. fifty years, and even if it's not true, let's say it's not true, Rodney, your husband is being accused of raping over to almost twenty women. That's twenty women that's come out. You know at that the this very is least, that we don't know. At the know. very least, at the very least, he would have to. He would have to definitely say, "I did have sex with him," and that that's enough to destroy his marriage. She ain't gonna go nowhere. She hasn't left think. yet. She. This is not the first time. Nor, Ronnie, you know your wife know you and his and just like everybody's personal, you know, person know them. So it's a lot of secrets that we don't even know that she's dealing with because she's been very quiet over, you've never heard Camille come out and say nothing. So the fact is, I'm sure there's some things that she's like, see, you told me this wasn't going to happen again. Now look, at home, I would love to be a fly on that wall, baby. Okay, let me throw this out there. I'm going to give y'all a whole nother scenario, and this is Rodney Perry speculating. All y'all hold on. Everybody is muted. Listen to me good. What if... What if Bill Cosby did not drug anyone? 
What if he is that amazing in bed that he put these women to sleep? What if Bill Cosby is truly the king of the Jello pudding pop? What if Jay Henry? What if <laughs> Bill Cosby is so awesome that he is giving women the knockout drop, and they don't? They so they so confused when they wake up that they think they've been raped, but they have, in fact, consensually said, "Hey, man, wow." <laughs> Okay, Jay Henry, take too long. Miss Woody, what if what if Bill Cosby is destroying vaginas all over the world, putting women to sleep? I would see, I was trying not to be the comedian. I was trying to be serious on this serious topic. No, and no, no. those were my thoughts. Those were my thoughts. You, you, wait a minute, Miss Woody, you thought that too? Hang on, let me go to St. Louis. Lisa. Lisa, yes. what if, what if Bill Cosby <laughs> was going around destroying these ladies? He doing it so good that he make you go into a deep sleep. I don't know. No, uh, hold on, Lisa. I'm sorry, Lisa. Hold on, Lisa. I got to go to Kiana. Hold on. Hang on. Stay right there. Kiana dancing. Rodney Perry. What if? <laughs> what if we find out that it was no drugs, that Bill Cosby is actually a beast in the bed? Bill Cosby and that beast of a penis need to be locked up. If you knock people out, that's a weapon. That is a weapon. You can't just be running around, running up on hoes, talking about, hey, I got this. No, if your penis is like a Spanish fly, you need to go to jail. Still. Oh, wow. Hold on. Let me check. I got to get another opinion on this. Lisa, Lisa. Yeah. Would you get in the line? Would you get in the line for some pudding pops? I don't think I want that pudding pops. Better make me, make me say that somebody raped me just to get some more. <laughs> Hold on. Miss Woody. Are you trying to oh, get goodness. yellow pudding pop? Oh. Uh, no, no. Uh, somebody's always trying to get my pudding pop. So, uh, no, no. But no. well, you know what, Woody? You know I, what, I'm, I'm beating him off at the door right now. I heard you. <laughs> you've been known to put a brother to sleep. Uh, oh yes, I have. <laughs> hey, hey, quiet as kept. I'm starting to get nervous, Jay Henry, because my wife been putting me to sleep my whole life. Has she been slipping me Mickey's? She might be, man. No <laughs> I tell you what, though, if that's the case, if that's the case, Trey Song go build some royalties. Talking about you gonna think I invented sex? Man, I think Bill Cosby invented sex. Hey, y'all, I don't know if we accomplished anything today, but I've been watching Doctor Phil lately, and Doctor Phil never gets nothing done. So I feel like I can stop this show right now. Um, let's do this, Jay Henry. What you got going on, man? What, what you got going on? Um, uh, actually, I'll be in New Orleans coming up, uh, getting ready to go to San Diego, just getting back from Portland. Got some dates coming up in Atlanta, so stay tuned. Check out my website, jhenryjazz.com. Jay Henry Jazz, y'all, one of the most awesome jazz artists around. This guy's amazing doing his thing. Uh, Kiana Dancy, I know you're always getting it, traveling around the country. What you got? 
You know what? I'm going to focus on right here at home. Every Thursday, I'm at Footprints Cafe, great Jamaican restaurant. Zoo Man and I myself are co-hosting every Thursday. We start at 730, and we watch Scandal. And guess what? My birthday comedy show is coming up. Uh-oh. Yeah, December 17th at the Punchline. Right now, we got comedy tickets, too, for $30. Call me, KeanaDancy.com. I can get you. I got you. Man. <laughs> Jay Henry just sent me a picture. <laughs> I can't even post this, man. He called this man Dr. Fuckstable. Oh, no. <laughs> can't do it. Mute you, Jay Henry. Mute you. Mute you, Jay Henry. You can't say that. <laughs> That's great. If the shoe fit, let him wear it. If the shoe fit, let him wear it. Miss Woody. What you got going on? Oh, well, I can tell you, here in St. Louis, you know, we need the laughs, and we sure yeah. appreciate them, Rodney, even though we're touching on a very serious topic. You know, I am working on a Guinness Book World Record attempt. I am calling for my comedy promoters, my comedians that promote comedy, come together. We are helping and healing through laughter. We are working wow. on the uh, the uh, comedy festival for next year, 2015, hoping to honor Comedian activist Dick Gregory. So check out my website, MidwestComedyCompetition.com, or just Google Comedian Miss Woody or Marshall Woodland. We are coming together strong. It's happening. We're going to make comedy history. Y'all better hurry up and honor Dick Gregory for his scandal hit the streets. <laughs> so I'm trying to tell you. Thanks, Miss Woody. Hey, uh, Lisa from St. Louis, yes. you've, been a, you've been a great addition to this show. What you got going on, sis? Thank you. I, I work with women and children in domestic violence situations and happen to empower women and also to get children on the, on the right road to let them know that there is help. And if you're being bullied or anything, we're here to support you and to empower you. And on that note, a Chinese friend came to America and asked me, why is it every popular wealthy black men in America, they tried to demean them. And I had had no answer for that person's question. So you tell me. Hey, you know what I said at least early in the conversation? I say I, I believe it's assassination of this man's character. But, you know, we can't ignore the numbers. We can't ignore uh, what's in the media. So we just have to pay attention and keep watching, and hopefully it'll come out, and um, and we'll we'll get the truth one way or the other. Um, thank you so much for sharing with us today. It's been a fun show. Um, I know we made light of some uh, some more serious subjects, but it's a very serious thing. Um, if you're involved, you got a, a predator in your midst, ladies, don't hold it. Don't hold it. You're not alone. Um, I work very hard, man. I got I got five girls, five daughters, and I work hard at protecting them. And a lot of our, our women don't have protection, and that's the sad part. And so we as a community, we, we must protect our families. And if Bill Cosby, if you listen to this, if you did that, fuck you. My name is Rodney Perry. Have a good day.